no, no pundit on TV will ever get a job again. <laughs> Yes, hello, we are back once again. Took a little another brief hiatus last week, but uh, we return to you now in your time of need. It is episode 71 of the 40 Yard Switch. Hey. <laughs> How's it uh, going? <laughs> that's uh, Wilbur for those who, <laughs> for those, anyone that didn't know. <laughs> um, how are you, mate? Yeah, good. That was a bit of a strange introduction, but... Uh... Yeah. yeah, I have to keep people on their toes. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, quite a bit to get through in the week that we missed, um, and stuff that's transpired so far this week and over the weekend. Um, starting with the culmination of the Champions League group stage, um, despite Liverpool and Spurs's, um, actually Spurs are doing all right in the league, but they've been a little bit inconsistent, and Liverpool have been very inconsistent in the league. Um, but all four British teams go through Liverpool, Spurs, City, Chelsea, all through to the last 16. Only one Spanish team going through to the last 16 in Real Madrid, uh, Sevilla, Barcelona and Atletico Madrid all missing out, uh, along with Juventus, Barcelona and Juventus, uh, going to the Europa League, Atletico Madrid finishing last in their group and not even qualifying for the Europa League. Yeah, it's been pretty crazy, like, for, because when did they win the league? Was it two years ago? Yeah, I think it might have been. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it was when they had Suarez. Ago. Hey, yeah, yeah. So yeah, they, they won it, and then Real Madrid, Real Madrid won it last year. Yeah. And then now they're looking real dodgy. Um, yeah, wild. I think apparently uh, Simeone's like the longest serving manager in Europe at the moment as well. Yeah, he's been there for ten plus years. I'm pretty sure. Mm. Yeah, it's crazy. Is his time up? No, don't watch enough La Liga to comment on that. Um, but yeah, we just love to see English teams doing well and. Uh, not Spanish teams not doing well, but yeah. yeah, it's not it's not bad seeing Barcelona and Juventus and Atletico, especially the way Atletico have conducted themselves. I don't know, sometimes in the Champions League. Yeah, especially the way they remember the way they played against City last yeah, year. Yeah, that's was the, really the negative first one that came to and mind. And also yeah. United as well, but like that was more on United not being good enough to break them down. But yeah, yeah, um, yeah, no, crazy Barcelona again after obviously seeming to just flaunt every financial fair, fair play kind of rule um, still couldn't get past the group stage <laughs> yeah you, I heard a wild stat the other day since Lionel Messi left they've won two games in the Champions League both of those games have been against Victoria Plisson really? <laughs> yeah Jesus Christ well because yeah because they missed out last year no yeah they missed out last yeah, year yeah missed out last year yeah. yeah and I think yeah they missed out last year and then this year they've only, they've only won one game no two games two games yeah. yeah it's wild because it, it definitely seemed like at the start of the La Liga season at least that Barcelona were like kind of hitting their stride a little bit yeah but there you go yeah um, and yeah it's weird because like especially in, uh, to start the league this year as well I'm pretty sure they were looking decent at least in the league um, but then yeah as soon as they faced the big boys uh, in Juve and Inter uh, and then Real Madrid in the Clasico you kind of just saw that there's Still plenty of work to be done. Yeah, 100%. Um, they're, they've definitely got good like attacking options, but I think, yeah, the, the defense is still pretty suspect. I think, I don't know, 
is, is is Xavi really up to the job? I suppose it's probably hard to tell at this point. Yeah, but, but we did that. We did also have our misgivings when he was appointed. Yeah, but I also don't think he's done poorly. No, I think he's Consider done. Considering the situation he's currently trying to manage with the financial fair play and the massive influx of new names, massive outgoings of all those names and off-field stuff like PK and Shakira's divorce and <laughs> all yeah. that type of stuff. <laughs> and PK are potentially sleeping with Gabby's mum. Wait, that did happen. Yeah, that did happen. Yeah, that did happen. So, yeah, so he's got a lot on his plate, but uh, as it stands, although apparently, uh, like again, I need to watch more La Liga highlights, but apparently Jules Kunde has been playing really well. He's been a, he's been a bright spark since but okay. signed Barcelona right um, well, only reason I know that is because he's getting like I see a lot of like fan made like best 11s in Europe type of thing and Kunde is regularly on that at centre back I don't agree with it because even if I it, no matter how much I've watched or how little I've watched of Barcelona the fact that of where they are as a team this season shows me that there's better centre backs playing in other teams yeah but regardless he's getting recognition which must means he must be playing decent mm. Usman Dembele is also a resurgence of form um, so there's, 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 and obviously Pedri is amazing. Um, yeah. but there's, there's, and, and Gabby too. Yeah, Gabby, Gabby too. too. Although I did, I do think just, just quickly before we continue, um, the fact that he won the Ballon d'Or, I mean, not the Ballon d'Or, the, 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 Co- the Copper Trophy, oh, okay. which is the, essentially the young player is yeah. ridiculous. Like he, what well, he wasn't even like a, like he was, he started a fair few games in the last season, but he wasn't like a regular fixture in that team. Uh, and also, he wasn't like like anywhere near as dominant for his team as Jubilee was for Dortmund. And Jubilee didn't even finish in the top three. Camavinga finished above uh, Bellingham, who came on as a substitute in almost every Real Madrid um, Champions League game, and probably a fair few of their La Liga games as well. Mm. Um, so I, I don't know. I just think Jubilee is heavily disrespected there. Like he was the best player in his team last season. Where, where did he? Where did he finish? I, I think this. I think there's definitely a bit of like a Bundesliga like tax, and I think that's it's not even finished it's, in the it's top like, three though. But it's like just it's justified a little bit for there to be a bit of like a because it is one thing playing well for Dortmund and another thing playing well for Barcelona or Real Madrid. I feel true, but also like he did it in the Champions League as well, and he also not last season, but like this season already, he is captaining Dortmund at nineteen. Like yeah, true. Pedri and Gavi are good, but they're not leading their team at that age. I'm not saying Pedri's. I'm not saying Pedri. He's better than Pedri, but yeah, like yeah. I think he's. I think Pedri's doing like a, a a lot of work for Barcelona. Yeah, yeah. like so that's the thing. Like, like, uh, carry, like you know, close to carrying that midfield. That's Barcelona. what I don't get. Like, how does Gavi winning it over Pedri? And yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, and and Bellingham. Anyway, let's move on. Um, <laughs> last team we'll mention that didn't go through Juventus. A uh, bit of a fall from grace there. I don't know what's going on with Juventus. I've I've heard fans a bit of unrest with um, Allegri. Mm. Uh, Vlahovic seems to be really good or really bad um, and just very leaky defense yeah I, th- I think we spoke about him like he I th- he's got like alright stats in uh, in Syria but I don't like I don't think has a very good tally in in the Champions League um, obviously one of the big signings that they would have hoped to 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 give them some form, I suppose I will talk about later. But yeah, obviously that's that's a big loss not having yeah. Also, Pog, like having Pogba in that mid in, in their midfield. Oh yeah, make true. A big difference. And also losing uh, Delict and to, to Bayern and um, Chiellini to retirement. 
Mm, yeah. That's well, not retirement. America, I think. But yeah, he went to LAFC. He essentially retired. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, the delete one's weird because he's obviously like, he's playing very well for Bayern in the in the Champions League as well. Um, so why would they let him go? It's weird. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, Europa League uh, still yet to be um, concluded, and also I think Milan and. Salzburg are still playing out for the, their final spot, but it looks like um, I think the last few groups that should go through Chelsea should Chelsea, like I've already mentioned, are going through. Real Madrid should go through. Uh, Leipzig and Shakhtar Donetsk could potentially, um, if Shakhtar beat Leipzig, could go through. And Man City and Dortmund are pretty clear, as well as PSG and Benfica. Mm. Benfica have done very. I mean, obviously Juventus have under underperformed, like we've said. But you know, to get oh. to get eleven points in that group, yeah, and the, foo- the football Juventus. they've played as well. Like watching highlights of their games is really like champagne stuff at times. Yeah, you love to see it. Yeah, uh, and in uh, Europe, uh, Arsenal, despite losing to PSV last week, have already qualified. I'm pretty sure United have already qualified as well. Um, and West Ham uh, haven't lost a game in their Conference League group nice yeah conference league <laughs> yeah i mean like across all Euro- all three european fronts Eng- that's seven english teams mm. doing very well yeah <laughs> <coughs> premier league best team best league in the world um, uh, anyway <laughs> uh that's the quick champions league roundup um moving on now to the premier league that happened over the weekend and we'll sort of sprinkle in a bit of premier league that happened last weekend as we discuss this stuff um but Two weeks ago, Liverpool called it when I said... Uh, no, Liverpool called it? Liverpool called it. <laughs> <laughs> when I said that uh, the City win would galvanise Liverpool uh, to turn a corner. Uh, and Wilbur disagreed. And turns out he was right. <laughs> what can, uh, what a, can I say? <laughs> a, a loss to Nottingham Forest, boxed, backed up by a loss to Leeds. Hmm. Uh, despite their good Champions League form, uh, Liverpool not doing, not doing it in the Prem at the moment. Yeah, I feel like still the issues is... Is, is defensive for me. Like, I think they're definitely, like, missing a little bit of cutting edge going forward with, like, Nunez essentially being a bit, like, rough still. Yeah. And sometimes Diaz, it is finishing. Diaz and Joss are out. Yeah. I think that, that's a big thing. But I think defensively, and I think Van Dyke, like, I, like, I don't want to say it's all his fault, <laughs> but, like, I just think someone who's been so good for them and, like, you just watch some of the stuff he does at the moment and it's just, like... I don't know. I think wild, like just like basic stuff. I, don't I know. think he's done some things poor, but I actually don't think across the whole thing he's been bad. I just think he's set such lofty expectations for himself that when he plays sort of a five or six out of ten game versus you know eight or nine out of ten game like he normally does, um, it looks even worse yeah. because everyone expects that much of him. I actually think on the whole. He's not defended. He's had a couple moments where you're like, okay, that's weird. That's not like him. But I feel like on the whole, he's actually defended pretty well. But um, yeah, like he's definitely not to the not to the standards that he's set for himself. Yeah, I feel like there's been a few of. I think it was it was Sancho's goal against yeah. against United where he kind of just stood there. Yeah, and it's sort of a similar thing with that the Leeds winner. Like, like he, he was kind of close to the to the. I think it was Somerville. Some yeah, Somerville who who scored. Like, he was kind of close to him, but kind of didn't make a move towards him and kind of just gave him a lot of time. Mm. And obviously, the the first goal is, is Joe Gomez's fault, clearly. 
but like even in that like you see you see that like Van Dyke didn't realize he had to play a right behind him because he kind of like he sees the ball coming across he can see that Allison is like completely um, taken out of the game by it and doesn't make a move towards the ball I just think there's just like little awareness or little sharpness things that are missing yeah no definitely and like it's like things that like it's just have never really been an issue but like I, th- I get and it's also maybe like now that like you've got Trent being a weakness, Robbo as well is look has looked very inconsistent this season. Then obviously Joe Gomez, when all those things around him, um, in the past, even though or if those if those things around him have been going wrong, he's still been like able to mop that up. But then like he's having a dip in form at the moment, and they're like even more glaring because everyone else is also playing worse around him. Yeah, true. But uh, but like but I'm not by 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 no means am I saying he hasn't. He's like still he hasn't had bad moments because he has. But I just think it's been magnified by the fact that the entire Liverpool defense has also been bad. Yeah, 100%. But yeah, um, across the back four, been bad. But Allison is the one player who can hold his head up high in that defense because he's been incredible. Yeah. Scorelines could have been way more ugly in other games, especially in the Nottingham Forest game, if he wasn't. Yeah, true. That was a shocking performance. But yeah, I think obviously there's... The, the Nottingham Forest performance was, was, was terrible. That The loss to Leeds is like, I feel like it can go differently with a bit more cutting edge going forward. And then obviously they played quite well against Napoli. But even in the win against Napoli, there was some defensive kind of like lapses. So. Yeah. They, they just need Canate back, man. Like they, they need Canate or Matip to just stay fit for a run of games. Because Joe Gomez, he has a good performance here and there. Like he, perform, he, he defended very well against Manchester City. But then he backs it up with shit like that two games later. Like, yeah, it's just like, whereas Martip and Canate are just consistently solid. And right now, especially with Van Dyke having a little bit of a dip in form, like you, you need that in there. Um, also like, is it time like for Robertson to potentially just get benched for Timmercast for a little bit? I feel like Timmercast is, is shown every time he plays, he's very good. Yeah. Yeah, I, 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 I don't know. I feel like I feel like Robertson going forward against Leeds like would actually look quite decent as yeah. well, though. It's it's a hard one because I feel like you know Robertson is obviously set very high. The whole backline like, has like set high standards. Set a very high level, and yeah. even though he's like even though he's not at it now, like we know that like you know probably his best is still better than Simicass's. Mm. It's just a matter of. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know. Nah, for sure. Because I suppose what, what I'm trying to say, like, it seems like a form thing, you know? Yeah. And, like, are you, are you going to bench him? I don't know. And yeah. form is temporary classes permanent. Exactly. <laughs> uh, also, another thing that a um, friend of the show, Jan, pointed out is that um, the midfield have probably allowed a fair bit of pressure on that defence as well. Mm. Fabinho hasn't had his best start to the season form-wise, and Henderson... Hasn't either. Has I wouldn't, been poor. I wouldn't say Henderson poor. looks washed, but he's been poor. Yeah, Tiago has been very good, but like he's one man in a midfield, in a three-man midfield. So, what has made all of their best players get in bad form? I don't know. It's weird because I saw this <laughs> it's stat. Bizarre. I saw this stat too the other day. It was like in like nine or ten games this season, they've conceded the first goal within the fifteen minutes, within mm. the first fifteen minutes. Which is just wild, and like that's a player attitude thing. That's also a coaching thing that has to fall on Jurgen Klopp. Although I don't, I'm not like I don't think any. I don't think calling for Jurgen Klopp's head is ludicrous. I think I do think he'll sort it out. But I just think it's been the combination of Jurgen, like 
there's been bad attitude, bad form, and Jurgen Klopp is kind of just all coming in at once and he hasn't quite figured it out yet. Yeah. I think, yeah, I think there's there's obviously been injuries as well and then, and then that affects the players who are left. And, I mean... And there was a lack of investment in the summer, if we're being honest as well. They bought Darwin Nunez and no one else. Yeah, true. They were screaming for a midfielder and they didn't yeah. get one. And I suppose, like, you... Like, I, I was going to say, like... You get rid of Sadio Mane, and, and and everyone's pointing to that because because it is a very big factor. But yeah, if you if you lose him, and you just bring in Darwin Nunez, and then you have the injuries that you have. I mean, yeah. Like I, I, over the last few seasons, like I feel like the the depth of Liverpool's squad has has always been the issue, and they just haven't yeah like, and, rectified that again. And while they haven't rectified it, the squad's got only got older. Yeah. So now that like they've got, I think the first, like the in the bottom three in terms of like the oldest squads. Hmm. Um, average age so yeah yeah, it's not sustainable and we'll see how it pans out um, and the, the World Cup will probably be a welcome break for them but then mo- most of their players will be playing at it except for Salah so they've got Tottenham Southampton Spurs will be an interesting game and Derby in the League Cup. <laughs> yeah, Spurs will be Spurs will tear him. Spurs will Son will tear fucking um train a new one if he's not careful on the counter. Mm. Yeah. That that'll that'll be an interesting game. But then they, they could they also both, they both really need the win. Yeah, they could also turn it on like they did against City though. So Liverpool are just such a weirdly inconsistent team. Like like Napoli are one of the hottest teams in Europe right now and Liverpool dispatched them 2 0. Mm. Like it's very weird. Anyway, <laughs> Yeah. Moving on. Uh, another team that's been inconsistent of late, but had kind of been getting bailed out by their keeper also, like Liverpool. Uh, finally, their issues, or at least that we said, uh, I said. Uh, um, uh, we, <laughs> I said, said. we said. <laughs> we said. We, we did say that um, Chelsea, is the team I'm talking about, um, had been facing, Kepa uh, had been facing a lot of shots. They were leaky, in def- like they were, they were uh, conceding a lot of chances to teams that weren't very good, like Villa. Um, and scraping wins and draws, uh, notably against Man United two weeks ago or a week and a half ago, and also like the game against Villa, they won two one, or yeah two one. They should have, they could have easily drawn that, um, drawn or lost that game. But the chickens came home to roost on the, over the weekend, and Chelsea uh, lost four one to Roberto De Zerbi's Brighton. Uh, on Graham Potter's homecoming to the Amex, poetic, you, you could say. And they, what they were, they were chanting, "You're getting sacked in the morning." Yeah, yeah crazy. Um, and they were booing Graham bit, Potter. It's a, a bit disrespectful, isn't it? Yeah, Graham Potter's like, he said, like, he's like, they asked him about the booze. He's like, I don't need to apologize to anyone. Like, I did a lot of good for that club, and like, hell yeah, you did. Yeah. Although the one thing I will say though is like, it's football hooliganism. Like, you're always going to cop a bit of that. Like, yeah, true. But you, I suppose you just don't expect that from Brighton fans. Yeah, that's the classic. Like, maybe if South. it was Aston Villa or something. Yeah, but like fucking Southern Thirties. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I think, like you were saying, like n- not that I would have predicted it, <laughs> but like you, you, you nah, go on, go on. You, <laughs> you can you you can see sort of where it came from. I mean, yeah. Brighton have just been had an amazing start to the season under Graham Potter. Um, and you know the, the opener from like Leandro Trossard is just like he's having like a ridiculous season. Oh, yeah. Set the tone for it. And Chelsea, yeah, they I think they they still lack a bit of cutting edge even with the Bamiang in the squad. 
And yeah, I mean, Aubameyang didn't add a whole lot of it to begin with. I feel like he he had a couple of nice goals, but like on the grand scheme of things, yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, even even that nine coming in, they still haven't like sorted that out. I don't think. Um, and yeah, uh, like you said, they 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 definitely concede a lot of chances. So. Yeah. And I, one thing I will say is this was Roberto De Zerbi's first win, I think, as Brighton manager. And Brighton, you could almost say, had been struggling in recent weeks, like like looking like the classic Brighton of the past few seasons where they're like, creating lots of chances and just not being able to score. And then against the, like, they had a very weird game at home against um, Spurs where they could barely even string two passes together, um, which was very frustrating to watch. But like, as all good... I, I, I just had this feeling... I don't know much about Roberto De Zerbi, but I know about the Brighton squad and the players that they have. And I'm like, if he's an even half-decent manager, they'll sort themselves out. And it looks like they've sorted, they've sorted themselves out. Yeah. Because that was a stellar performance. Yeah. Was it his first game that they drew with Liverpool? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's it's, it's a pretty good start. Yeah. <laughs> At Anfield. Um, yeah. They, they, they seem to be like, like yeah, like like you say, like a bit of like a a steadying period after he came in. But that that squad is just so hot right now, and like like some of the players that they have is are just incredible. So it's not surprising that that they played that well. Yeah. Um. So if this can get Brighton back on track after a little bit of a a, a three to four week lapse, um, they could very well be pushing back towards the European spots as the the chasing pack to the big six. Um. Speaking of the chasing pack to the big six, uh, Newcastle look shit hot right now. Mm. Uh, de- um, this, uh, we'll touch on. Uh, I'm going to circle back to that in just a second because I realised I forgot <laughs> to say something. They beat. This is a weird segue, but they beat Villa four nil on the weekend. Who sacked Steven Gerrard <laughs> a week and a half ago, and since then Villa won their first game and then lost their second game, both to the tune of four goals to nil. Yeah. So I don't know what's going on at Villa right now. <laughs> Yeah, it was what? Wait, who who did they beat four 0 Brentford. They beat yeah at the Villa Park. I mean that that's such that's such a good result. Like Brentford is like such a good team. Like I mean I I, I suppose it's just like the classic. You know, bounce after your manager gets sacked just because yeah. players come out and kind of want to prove it a little bit. Um, but yeah, I I think they like one Villa showed their true colours a little bit against Newcastle and. Two Newcastle are just like so hot right yeah, now. Yeah, so hot right now. Yeah, I did say that before, didn't I? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, obviously so hot right now, led by the so hot right now, uh, Callum Wilson and um, Miguel Almiron. Six goals yeah, in his last me, five yeah. games. Actually, Sir Maximin's gone a bit quiet. He's. I don't think he's been playing. He's been injured. Oh, okay. Yeah, <laughs> fair enough. Then. <laughs> so that's the, that's what's crazy. They've got him to come back into the team as well. Yeah. Um. Who's maybe their best player. Yeah, him or Bruno Guimaraes is definitely their best two players. Mm. Also, just the like their backline, they now have the best defensive record in the league, only conceding 10 goals this season. Uh, six clean sheets. Nick Pope, Trippier, Shah, uh, Sven Botman, and Dan Byrne at left back has been killing it. At left back? Yeah. True. That's wild. <laughs> six foot six left back. I mean, he I looked had struggled a couple of weeks ago against uh, Anthony um, from United. Yeah. But It's a bit tricky. But like... Credit to him, like, and credit to Eddie Howe for making that work. Like, you would have thought he would slot straight in at centre back, but I mean, I guess if Fabian Shah and Sven Botman are playing so well, like, you can't push him out of there. And he's benching that Matt Targa right now. So. Yeah. Well, yeah, he's. I mean, Dan Burner's been class since since he came into that Liverpool, uh, 
Newcastle squad. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I suppose like he's obviously not better than Fabian Schauer or, or Sven Botman. And yeah, if you can do a job with left back, then yeah, I mean, if you're still starting for the team, it's definitely good enough. But um, yeah, I think that that, that team like, it's a testament to Eddie Howe too, like getting the most out of players who over the past two years haven't really been delivering. Joe Willock, Miguel Almiron, Joel Linton, Jacob uh, Murphy, Jacob Murphy, yeah, Sean that, Longstaff. Yeah. Like, yeah. these are players that like, we wouldn't say were terrible, but like, were kind of just like coasting in their Premier League careers. And now they're firing on all cylinders, Newcastle up, up to fourth. Yeah. Do you, how, <laughs> I, th- I, th- I think we've probably uh, like asked this on the pod before, but how, how many years until uh, Newcastle can, can win the league, do you think? Because I think it took the City league. four years. I think we've talked before about Newcastle, how many years do we think until they make the Champions League? I don't know about win the league. Um, Obviously, wait, like, challenge for the league or win the league? Uh, let's say challenge for the challenge league. For the league. Challenge for the league? I think they can challenge for the league in 2025 2024-2025 so not next season the season after yeah because that's what that's winter transfer window summer transfer window winter transfer window summer transfer that's, that's four transfer windows mm. I can they can do it though. yeah if they're this good now with like on paper their team their, their squad is not top four like it's like it's it's not top four exactly I, I reckon that's like maybe where like the issue lies a little bit is that like you know He's a good coach, and he can bring that squad of players up to you know, you know, around, you know, Europa League places. But that next step is like yeah, very very hard. Also, yeah, they don't have any. They don't. They don't really have any depth right now. And they, if like it's looking like they'll very likely be in some some European competition next year, whether that be Champions League or Europa League or even Conference League, I'd probably back them to make at least Europa League. Yeah, but like it's like okay, playing you know three games a week. Um, traveling to the various corners of Europe, how do you manage that? Because Arsenal have heavily rotated their squad in Europa League this year. That's probably a testament to why they've been able to sustain their league form for as long as they have, because they rotate six or seven or eight, even eight players into their out of their team on on Thursday nights. Mm. Yeah, exactly. Like it, it, it gets a lot harder. Like it's, it's, it's kind of easy. Like, like you get a really good coach and you bring a few good players in to to take yourself from, you know, like around the like bottom you know mid to bottom table to like the, that upper bit but making that next step is obviously something that is very hard and you know teams like Leicester that a lot of people thought would kind of push into that like you know get that Champions League spot it's 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 a lot it's a lot harder a lot harder yeah but yeah. I think the one thing that's different between Newcastle and all these other teams that have tried and failed in the past the backing yeah true. like they're, 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 they will whatever whoever Eddie Howe wants they'll get them probably. Mm. But also they haven't really gone splash the cash too much. They've been pretty methodical with it. Yeah. But you do feel like if they get that Champions League money on top of that, yeah. or the Europa League money, like they, you might start to see some bigger names coming in. Yeah. And I suppose that's the other thing. You've, you've got to build the profile. Yeah. Because it's one thing getting paid a lot of money. Um, players, players still want to play at the top clubs, mainly because they want a very clear chance at winning trophies. Yeah. And yeah. They're not... Quite the, and know. to be fair, I think it's something another thing we've touched on that Newcastle also like historically and sort of um, yeah talk about the st- like stadium the st- like, the, yeah. like the stature of the club yeah like yeah. obviously the goal movies help 
um, the, the Alan Shearer helps the 55,000 stadium helps yeah. being like the only really good team in that part of the country because Sunderland fell off ages ago and were never really as good as Newcastle yeah so yeah I think that they've got a lot going for them in that regard yeah but I feel like yeah they need they you need to be challenging you know you, you at least need to be in the Champions League every year to bring in uh, those like top players that are going to help you challenge against yeah man city um do we think they they can make you like they they like can make europe league this year because if they because like that's the top six they have to kick one of the one of the top six out to do that i don't yeah i, I don't think so i you don't, don't think, think so this year, no i think they can mm. just because they don't have to play european football mm. I think they kick Spurs or Liverpool out. I don't see it. I I I reckon I reckon Spurs have just like way too way too, way too good at an eleven, and I think I think Liverpool. Even though I said that you know that wasn't a turning point the other week, like yeah, they'll sort themselves out. They they will sort themselves out. So you think they you think Newcastle finished seventh? Yeah, or outside of Europa League, so Conference League. How's it? How does it work again? Fifth, sixth Europa, seventh Conference League, unless um, yeah, fifth unless or sixth wins the Europa League. Then the it FA Cup? Yeah. Oh, if fifth, if fifth, fifth or sixth wins the Europa League, though, it pushes them into Champions League. Oh, then, but then fourth will play um, Europa League. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> anyway, I, th- I, don't, I don't think they can do it this season, but I think, yeah, that the... the they're mighty close. Yeah, but on um, Stephen Gerrard. Yeah, 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 who do we think's next? Also, oh, what were you gonna say first? No, just just what do you think of uh, getting rid of it? Getting rid of it. Um, it the writing was kind of on the wall, I think. But also, I don't I don't think where they were at is even like. Is, is is like the majority of that blame isn't on him. Like part of it's on him. I don't yeah. think the majority of it is. That that squad is just full of a bunch of spineless players, mm. in my opinion. Yeah. And also players that just aren't very good. Like Tyrone Mings and Esri Concert are not a top eight centre back part no. pairing. No. Uh Luger Dean has been underperforming. He is good enough to play at that level, but Again, has been has been in a team full of people underperforming and it's probably rubbed rubbed off on him a bit. Yeah. Matty Cash, I don't know. Philip Coutinho on his day is a world beater still, but that day comes once every four games. Um, again, again, Ollie Watkins and Danny Ings—it's just—it's a bit meh, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like Danny Ings shows it in like you know kind of fits and starts, but like I, I suppose the same with Coutinho. And who's that young guy again? Jacob Ramsey. Yeah, Jacob Ramsey. He's a—he's a superstar. He's, he's class. They, if, whoever whoever the next manager is needs to start him every game because mm-hmm. he makes things happen. Yeah. And exactly. he, should, he should be playing for England in a few years or even it, next year. It was Ramsey and Coutinho who were like lit it up when Gerard first came in. And yeah, I mean, they both haven't featured as much and, and it shows. Who but, can steady the ship? But so no, because em- Emery's in. Oh, Unai Emery, yeah. yeah, yeah. We haven't, yeah, it happened. Good evening. I, I forgot about that. When we were right um, I, oh yeah, so we've talked about this off air and we don't quite agree uh i you you think you don't really see it working i don't see them being super successful but i see him at least steadying the ship so but 
it's not gonna like I, I i i feel like working is like it working is them getting up into you know the top eight which is which yeah. is which is what they want and that's why and i don't i don't think it's gonna happen yeah, but, I don't, but I, don't, I think he's gonna stop the slide and he can get him up to like ninth to 13th yeah so like you think saving them from relegation is at work like it's saving well, them from being even in a relegation conversation yeah yeah like just being comfortably mid-table is not him not it working but him like steadying the ship like it's like an okay season yeah if they're like, even if they don't get relegated if they're in a relegation battle or even like like it's a bit dicey that's that's bad considering yeah. the amount of money spent on that squad yeah well I, I I think they will be I think they will be in, in that like relegation conversation come the end of the season mm. I, I really don't see how Unai Emery is going to fix the problems there I just I just really don't that's fair I just feel like, like like we say like that squad of players are just like um a bit a bit spineless and like um yeah he, he like he, he doesn't really have a like a, a, tr- a like a decent transfer window to like bring in the players that he wants. Yeah, I don't know. I wasn't convinced by what he did at Arsenal. Obviously, um, yeah, very tricky situation at Arsenal. But yeah, he, like he definitely had his flaws at Arsenal. But I, like I said, he has done very well everywhere else he's gone. So I don't know. Spain and PSG. Mm. He won the treble with the PSG. Yeah, but it's in the French league. Don't yeah, give yeah. that much weight. <laughs> Anyone can do that. <laughs> Have you seen the video where he gives the guy the finger right when he says "Good evening"? Yeah, <laughs> so good. If if if, if, like if if one thing we can say is at least there'll be memes with him back. Yeah, good really. evening. <laughs> um, so yeah, good luck to him. Uh, we'll see how that pans out. Finally, uh, as of yesterday, it's World Cup month, baby. Mm. <laughs> we are, but a mere two and a half, three weeks away. Three weeks away. Yeah, when's the when's the I first? I think it game? starts on the eighteenth. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure the World Cup kicks off on the eighteenth. Twenty first. Twenty first. Yeah, I am wrong. Pretty close. Twenty <laughs> first. Uh, yeah, we are. We are literally t- no, twenty days away from. That's crazy. I didn't realize that sooner. That's was. what I hate about this mid. Like, for, I mean, I hate a lot of things about the mid season World yeah. Cup. But like, another thing about the end of season World Cup is like. You the last like you finished the last two games of the season and then you got like twenty days to build hype. Mm. There's no football. There's nothing else on. You're like, oh my god, the World Cup. Like, yeah. You're seeing teams like the national players going to training. The squads are coming out. You're like, oh my god, this is sick. Whereas this is like one week break. The squads have already been announced. Everyone's been playing football. It's literally like, like it's like literally one weekend. There's Premier League. There's like six days and then it's the World Cup. It just feels so like rushed i don't know like yeah yeah there, there, there's no kind of like building up to it for sure yeah but anyway it, 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 it's happening it is still exciting <laughs> it's very exciting <laughs> um we're gonna we're gonna do an episode probably next week uh on england's uh who we think england should, england should pick not I don't, I don't reckon we should do who we think gareth Southgate is gonna pick just who we think we should pick for the okay. 26 man frisbee squad because honestly fuck Gareth. because he makes some <laughs> bad decisions um yeah <laughs> And we'll probably also, I think, what, the week before probably, we'll do our um, predictions for winner and golden boot, golden top goal scorer, all that. Yeah, maybe we should get Rezik, Rezik back in. Ah, uh, yes. Yeah, like it's good, we did good, with the Euros. Good idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very good. Um, fuck, 
that was a long time ago hey yeah. <laughs> um yeah so we'll do that but right now we're just going to talk about a little bit of injury news and sad news sad news so uh obviously just touched on it briefly before paul pogba over the weekend sustained an injury yeah i think i'm not, I'm not sure if it was even in a game but um, slipped in the shower <laughs> but yeah it's just so shit for him really yeah I mean, the guy's already won the World Cup, to be fair, but it is still shit for him. Yeah. But, like, you know, getting the the transfer... Well, not getting, but, you know, being being transferred to Juventus um, and then missing football since then. Yeah. And then getting better and then getting re-injured. It's yeah, pretty, it's got to be rough. It's rough. It's rough. And also, France Varane potentially missing the World Cup, too, going off in tears against Chelsea. Yeah. Gives Harry Maguire a chance to just yeah, get just sneak back played, into the squad. He played all right on the weekend too. <laughs> I saw him make one good tackle, and everyone's like, "He's oh, back." <laughs> yeah, and watch him start too. Even though there's, he shouldn't, but um, yeah. But yeah, Varane's injured. Carl uh, Walker looks to be coming back, so that's good. As um, well as Calvin Phillips. Calvin Phillips, yeah. I mean, Calvin Phillips probably not getting starting, getting in the starting lineup at this current rate, but. Mm. Uh, good good depth player potentially to have yeah um, especially because seeing as Declan Rice is a really our only other only defensive midfielder outside of him um, who's who, who are the other notable injuries we probably Saka Luis Diaz wait is Saka out for the World Cup no he's, he's always who knows there's, there's no I don't know no timetable I think oh fuck yeah I haven't seen anything um, well, uh, so no time table could also mean he could be fine for this week, but I've just not seen, not seen anything. Um, Diaz is out, Jota is out. Um, there was another, oh, Reese James, he's out. Oh, um, yeah, the green haircut. Yeah, <laughs> uh, there's a few others I can't remember. I think someone that I'm very interested to see how they go is uh, Marcus Rashford because he is like hitting form in a big way at the moment. Just got 100, uh, 100 goals for United. Um, just turned 25. Did he? Yeah. Is he that old now? Yeah. yeah. Um, he scored his 100th goal like a day before he turned 25. True. Um, but yeah, I'll be very interested to see how he like... Well, one, if, if Gareth Southgate gives gives him a go. Um, and, and two, how he plays. Because he's in very good form. And, and, and when he's in form, I reckon he's... And he's also in good form playing up top, which is where... Which is gives Gareth versatility can play him off the left yeah off the bench for Sterling or if he needs if we're like sitting back in a low block and you know Kane's been doing doggies for 90 for 70 minutes Rashford off on Rashford on on the counter up top yeah because like honestly as good as Ivan Tony is and as good as Tammy Abraham are is uh in a counter-attacking five at the back system I want Marcus Rashford up top oh yeah yeah Rashford in that situation, like yeah. running onto a long ball, that's yeah. like you know bread and butter stuff. Yeah. And the heat, like, like you can argue off. that Tammy Abraham. I mean, Ivan Tony is a more complete striker than Marcus Rashford. Marcus Rashford and yeah, yeah, yeah. Tammy Abraham may be better at hold up or whatever. But in a counter-attacking team, you want Marcus Rashford up top. If you if not Harry Kane, yeah. If Harry Kane, you know, is injured or tired or whatever. Yeah, but I think like like you say, like uh, Rashford. Um, you know, like he's got experience this season, either playing like 
off the left or, or right, I'm not sure. He plays uh, off the left. Off the yeah. left, yeah. When, when Ronaldo's in the squad and then when R- R- Ronaldo's not in the team, um, like he, he'll, he'll play that nine role and, and play it really well. So. Yeah. So, yeah, it's good, definitely good options to have. And it also... I love Marcus but it all, uh, And it's just, it's just, just, just another really good attacking piece to have because it means now you can take essentially four strikers because one of them can play as a wide man. Mm. Um, so you take Tammy, uh, Harry... Uh, Tony Ivan. and uh, <laughs> Ivan <laughs> and, and Marcus uh, and then you got like you got Sterling you've got um, Foden Grealish Bowen Saka if he's fit um, yeah struggle to see how Sandra gets in the team I've, now it's just occurred to me that his first name is Ivan it's so Ivan. weird yeah I know because <laughs> you never say anyway sorry um, but yeah 100% like it it, it it gives that that extra option <laughs> yeah although all these all these attacking players to only to play a five <laughs> two three four five and yeah. also 20 defenders yeah, yeah um so we'll see how that pans out um but yeah i don't know i'm not i'm we'll talk more about this next week but i'm not overly confident in england going into this one like i was for the euros yeah no, I, th- I think coming out of the euros Obviously, the the confidence peaked maybe even before the Euros ended, kind of mid Euros. Yeah. But um, obviously, things haven't gone well in the Nations League and other friendlies. Um, and also, just other teams are doing so well right now, like Argentina. Oh. Yeah, Brazil look amazing. Brazil, anyway, we'll yeah, we'll, yeah. we'll get on to this. But a hundred percent, I I don't like England's chances that yeah. much, really. Um, all right, final thing before we sign off. Uh, we'll circle back to the Premier League. Um, there is a big game this weekend, and it is Arsenal versus Chelsea. I'm pretty sure that's the only big game this week. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong. That is a big game. Is that the only... Oh, we've got Everton-Leicester. Uh, let's mm. predict that one. Oh, Tottenham-Liverpool. Oh, Tottenham-Liverpool. Okay. All right, we've got three games. Yeah. We'll start with Everton-Leicester. Um, the least big game. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the... the Blue versus blue, uh, although one of them will not be wearing blue. Uh, we'll, we'll win. We'll win. You'll win? At, at Goodison Park, we'll win. For yeah, sure. okay. Okay. Uh, I'm score? feeling confident. I think, we'll, I think we'll score a few as well. I reckon 3 1. I'm going to go 2 0. 2 0. No, but. Two, oh, to Everton. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, Leicester have looked a little bit better in recent in recent years, but like uh, recent weeks. But like you said, against against um, Everton at Goodison Park, Everton also have one of the better defensive records in the league. Um, mm. And yeah, if if if, if um, Idrissa Gana can do a job on Madison, that's pretty much their entire threat going forward nullified. So yeah, true, true. Yeah, actually, I I, I like the North score line, but. I've already made the prediction. Yeah, I'm, uh, back three one. Um, uh, Tottenham Liverpool next. Um, I think Liverpool will win this one, um, and I think they'll win it two one. This was a fixture that was a. I think it was a draw twice last season, and I think it's going to be a draw again. Another draw. Yeah, I think um, Liverpool will dominate a lot of the ball and score. But I think there'll be one or two moments where Kane slips on in or something like that, and yeah, they. So I'm going to go two all. Yeah, I mean we've spoken a lot about Liverpool's issues at the high line, and that's Tottenham's, you know, yeah, main threat. Uh, Chelsea Arsenal, how do you see it going? I see like 
Last time I backed us to beat a team like this was against United. <laughs> and we all know how that turned out. Um, you, can't, you can't keep living like that. <laughs> but I, in, if I, my heart and my head both say we're going to win. Mm. Like, we're... Like, out the PSV game out, uh, aside, we're shit hot right now. <laughs> yeah. If, 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 if you do win and, and you win by a few goals... Is, is is there pressure on Potter? Do you think? Nah, it's too early. Like they they like they've they they've gave him a five year contract and like Todd Bowley, like that's his guy. Like he's gonna give him a while, I reckon. Mm. Things have to go like quite badly. Plus, like they they qualified top of their Champions League group. Like, yeah, true. he's got time. But um, even if Saka, like who knows? Saka could be back by this game. Uh, if he, even if he is back, he probably comes off the bench. But in in saying that, Reese Nelson just. Scored two and got an assist in yeah, 60, you, you in sixty minutes. Oh well, yeah, mate, my my guy, my you know this and listeners of the pod might not. I've loved Reese Nelson since he was like 19, 18 years old back when Unai Emery was coaching. He's only he's twenty two now. Like he's he's still so young. Yeah, and I've rooted for this kid for so long because he shows flashes of brilliance every now and then, and oh, it filled my heart to see him score on the weekend. Yeah. To come on for Saka and, and play the way he played was was very impressive. Yeah, and he's like such a confidence player. When he's low on confidence, he can completely disappear in games. When he's high on confidence, he's got the skills to dribble past almost anyone in world football. Yeah. But yeah, so I think hopefully he's got his tail up. He's like, Arteta spoke to him midweek being like, you seized a chance when you got it. Now let's kick on. This is like a, a game against a big big opponent. Show, like, show, show, show us what you like show us what it means to you or whatever yeah, yeah. Um, if is playing or if Chilwell is playing I think he can he can, he can take, go out either of them I think they're both struggling a little bit right now um, and yeah I also think Gabriel Jesus hasn't scored for a while um, but he's done everything but but for City especially he always used to show up in big games and to be fair apart, the United game aside he's also shown up in big games for us as well so far so mm-hmm. I'm I'm picking Gabriel Jesus to score, us to win, 2-1. 2-1. I like it. Um, no. No, yeah, 2-1, 2-1. I was going to say 3-1, but no, I'm going to 2-1. I'm going to go... Uh, <laughs> 1-0 one, one to Arsenal. 1-0 to Arsenal. Oh, okay. Yeah. Dicey. <laughs> yeah, a KG affair, potentially. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, to be fair, I could also see Kepa like having an absolute masterclass yeah, against us. He could, yeah. He could go absolutely bananas. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think, I think the only reason I think we'll concede one is is because we've got like a Gabriel error or I don't mm. know something like we've just got an error in us every now and then. Like um, Gabriel gave it away to an Nottingham Forest player. Sleeper make it like another like pretty. I mean, obviously not leading to a goal. Against Forrest? Yeah. Now, that was Gabriel that comes here just said it was Saliba. Uh, Gabriel kicked the pass, tried to pass the ball, that passed it straight to a Nottingham Forest player yeah. like on the edge of the box. And then, if it were not for an absolutely fantastic block from Ben White, who just quietly is like killing it. possibly player of the season so far. If you, yeah. vote, if, if, you, if, you, if you voted for it now, he would be up there. He's mm. playing so well. I love the way he conducts himself in interviews. As well. Oh, it's so good, isn't it? <laughs> I mean, when someone's like, oh, they, th- they thought like you know that you were bullied. He's like, mm, don't know if we were bullied. <laughs> <laughs> just the attitude. Yeah. It's just like, it's so, like I do not want to uh, be here. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Yeah, but yeah, so but we do have an error in us to concede a goal, and it would just be so Arsenal to fucking have a Bamiang score against us. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. But I do think we can put two past. Them. Yeah, the memes would be would be. Also, Martinelli. Martinelli off. loves scoring against Chelsea, so I wouldn't. I would back him to score again. Mm. All right, but that should pretty much do us. Uh, yeah. So big few weeks of podcast content coming. Yeah, uh, we're talking World Cup. We're talking um, League Cup. League Cup. <laughs> wow. Uh, we're talking um, Premier League, obviously. Uh, Champions League's done for now until the new year, but um, ma- mainly a lot of World Cup content as well. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm here for it. So looking forward to that. Uh, but otherwise, we'll see you. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> see you. See you. Uh, voice break. Uh, we'll see you next week. Bye bye.